0: Following the revelation that Fox News host Bill O'Reilly paid out millions and millions of dollars in payments to women alleging sexual harassment, numerous sponsors are reportedly leaving Fox News' O'Reilly Factor. And when they all leave the show, they'll do it live! They'll do it live! The Trump Report starts now. You're tuning in to
1: the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin
0: oh yes Hoo-ha. i got you all in check welcome to the trump report i'm christian blatt on twitter at christian dmz and our show is on twitter at trump report ABTV. i knew that but i looked anyway because i was so afraid of giving out the wrong twitter but seriously people i say this every week just just follow us on twitter to do it right now you can click over another window whether on your phone you're on your laptop you're on a Desktop computer, if you have, go ahead, follow us on Twitter. It's not going to hurt. We promise we'll try and make it fun for you. But what's always fun is to do this show, The Trump Reporter, as I call it, the Bad Girls Club After Show, (laughs) with our resident bad girl, Chelsea Galicia, (laughs) who has been arrested.
1: Almost a year to the day! Wow, Ooh, congratulations! Anniversary. Thank you. I'm going <laughs> back to DC to celebrate. I would have
0: gotten you a cake behind bars if only I'd known, and you know there would have been a file baked into it so you could saw your way out. Ooh, of thank you. The clink on Twitter <laughs> at C- Chelsea Galicia, not Chelsea C- Galicia, <laughs> and down at the other end of the desk, Scott Moore at S Man eighty. Hey, gang! Hi. Hi. How's it all going?
1: Oh, you know, mm. nuclear.
0: Uh, yeah, which we, we're going to talk nuclear. I was actually looking for a song, a good song with the word nuclear in it, uh, in the title, and I couldn't find it. So yeah, uh, I settled on I, I settled settled on block the uh, whatever that song's called, the one that we just. Yeah, I was there.
1: very impressed by the diversity of your musical mm-hmm. selection.
0: Look, just because I look like Wonder Bread does not mean <laughs> that I'm not from the mean streets. Of wire, of, of <clears throat> Burbank, Greenwood Lake, New York. That sounds tough. <laughs> Greenwood Lake, it? yes. Greenwood Lake anything a, with lake, lake in, in it. Yeah, it's definitely you, tough. It was a nine mile lake. Whew, you should have, you should have seen that lake. But uh, anyway, so here we are, uh, rocking the block and all other sorts of things because uh, there's uh, right away we get to our such and, and such segment. <laughs> And if we were going to do it in filibuster style, we would just talk about Gorsuch for the entire episode, right. and they'd turn the cameras off, and we'd sit here and keep going, and then the next show that wants to come, nope, nope. they wouldn't be able to. So next
2: 30 hours, we would just be talking. Here's
0: <laughs> where we're at. The Senate Judiciary Committee confirmed Neil Gorsuch, so that goes to the full Senate for a vote. Well, that sounds easy, doesn't it, Scott? It sounds easy. Yeah, so uh, <laughs> th- we'll wrap this up uh, by lunchtime tomorrow, won't we?
2: Pretty much. That's if it was up to Mitch McConnell. That's oh, going to happen. Oh, okay. So, wait, is that now what's happening? <laughs> well, I mean, this is this is kind of going back and forth with the uh, the so-called nuclear option, and as we know, um, Democrats are sort of the blame for starting this, but now Republicans are wanting to take it all the way to the end and to the edge. Uh, so, what happened back in 2013 is uh, Democrats were feeling as if they were not able to get any of their their uh, nominees passed because republicans were holding it up and so instead of doing the normal what had been considered with the senate 60 votes was the threshold that was a supermajority uh to be able to pass um uh, getting people confirmed uh harry Reid changed it to just getting a simple majority of 51 and so now and that that was everything but supreme court justices that was for any other federal appointees was just a simple uh vote which has now of course been used uh lately for all the cabinet positions that we've right. had uh now but now mitch mcconnell wants to actually take that further and be able to do a simple vote majority uh which is 51 to be able to do supreme court nominees so we uh have harry Reid
0: to thank for the first part of this but yes. this will really be mitch mcconnell pushing this over the top so yes to actually get this rule changed what has to happen is it a simple majority to get that to happen as well yeah
2: well basically uh kind of going back Mitch McConnell had said and and it's actually he is correct there is no explicit rule like in the Constitution Uh, it only explicitly says that there has to be supermajority or three-fifths of the Senate to approve treaties and things of that nature but nothing as far as uh, appointees so technically Supreme Court justices haven't needed that majority that's been sort of what the thinking body of the Senate as we've talked about before the House is more of the ruckus kind of just simple majority, you know. You, you people can be a little bit more. Uh, deep, I, w- I would say uh, party line because right. they're usually in, <clears throat> in areas that are safe for their districts. Whereas senators have always been a little bit more of the thinking body because they have to deal with the entire state that they're representing. So they're not. They can't be so ideological. Um, so they've always been sort of the ones that are like, okay, let's take our time, let's think, let's have some bipartisanship, and that's always been sort of their their way so when you have 60 votes you're a lot of times going to have to get uh people from the other party to be able to come along and in this case if you need 60 votes to be able to have supreme court nominee passed you're going to need a good eight democrats to help you know push them over the uh finish line but now we know that democrats are so against uh gorsuch which rightfully so because what had happened last year with with Republicans, and they decided not to even have an up or down vote on on Merrick. Right. And
0: I mean, this is less an issue about Gorsuch, not that there aren't Personally, issues. Yes, there's issues. There are definitely right. issues, but it's not specifically about right. him. No matter it's, who the nominee is, you feel like this. is. Yes, how they this has proceed. been
2: stolen because a lot of Democrats feel that way. Rightfully so, because last year, uh, McConnell with a fake rule about Joe Biden talking about oh, we don't do. We don't do you know, the Biden rule, that's not even true. That's never happened, and that never happened, even though Biden said it back in 1987. Well, explain what he said. Yeah. Well, he said back in 1987 he made a, a passing thing that we shouldn't, you know, put uh, Supreme Court nominees up for a president in his last year in office.
1: Right. Of course, and that never
2: that... happened. Reagan ended up having his nominee appointed, which is Anthony Kennedy back then, who ended up, you know, actually being the swing voter a lot of times now hasn't been so conservative. The
0: Manchurian justice, as some people have Um, said,
2: yes. So that was just something Biden said in passing that then Republicans have now Mm. taken as being like the Biden rule. And this is, you know, Democrats have said this. And now they're trying to blame Democrats for the Harry Reid uh, nuclear option in 2013. But the thing is, they have taken it further. So they own this now. They took it further by not allowing to have an up or down vote on a good candidate last year, Merrick Garland, because it was Obama's last year. and. You know McConnell did play a good political game. He was hoping that if Republicans won in 2016, then he'd be able to stretch this out and be able to get a conservative nominee. And I understand why they're doing this because the court is tilted right now and if you can't or is even right now and if you can get a conservative justice on the court, you have now shifted for the next generation. Because uh, Gorsuch is only in his fifty, so he's young.
1: Forty nine, right? We I are thought.
2: just turning fifty, right? Yeah, this so year. he he will
0: probably be a justice. You know, for if he's thirty plus for, years, for, I was going to say forty five, but yes, <laughs> just the way that it goes. Uh, so there's some interesting things there in what you said. One of which is, you know, of course, Republicans live and breathe by everything that Joe Biden says, so it makes perfect <laughs> sense that they're going to, you know, hold that up as an example. And we talked about this on the show. I feel like if Scalia had passed away, say in the summer. I feel like there was something to be said about, you know, what is it's too close to the election. But it was in, like, February. February. Yeah. So There's I, I, more than a year ago now. So uh, I, I get both sides of that argument, but I, I do feel
2: uh, like... I don't it, get the argument at all because here's the thing. The president is in office until January 20th. Sure. The term ends. So even if something had happened, I could see if it was after the election. Sure. If it had absolutely. happened after November... Okay, we get it. Now there's going to be a recess and a new president's coming in. But you can't do this months before when the current president is in office. That uh, is—what McConnell did was really, really wrong. And and the fact is, if they do change this rule, they get the short-term win by getting their person on the Supreme Court. But they have now ruined this—the quorum in the Senate forever. Because now they have to know that the turnabout's going to be fair play. They are not going to be the majority party forever. And the next time that there is any type of chance— that the Supreme court justice is up and Democrats are in control. It's going to be simple majority for them. And they're going to be completely locked out of any Uh, decision-making. I understand
0: everything you said, except for the part that Republicans aren't going to be the majority forever.
2: That's (laughs) news to me. Chelsea, if they have their way and manipulating uh, voting and Chelsea, do you feel
0: like this? Well, why don't you tell me how you feel about it? The whole situation going back to a year ago, do you feel like I'm going to assume you're on the Democrat side on this?
1: Yeah, I am, because I really understand how important the Supreme Court is and how this one seat is. And, yeah, they're just replacing somebody who was ultra-conservative already. But that what happened last year, the obstructionism, refusing to even hold hearings or vote, is, is wrong. It violates the Constitution. The Constitution says the Senate holds—the president nominates. Senate holds hearings. Right, they
2: advise and consent, and they did none of that last year.
1: And so it feels a little— a little bit like, well, you were a brat first, so I'm going to be a brat mm-hmm. now.
0: But that's a bigger brat. But now. <laughs> that does sound that sounds like Congress to me. Yes, it that is. That sounds like Washington D.C. I'm not saying that that makes it okay, but it's just you know it's what we've seen. You know, it's like, oh, and oh, oh, Harry Reid you like, did this. Well, I'm going to take it another mm-hmm. level further. And
1: normally I would be like, you just you have to do the the right thing. You have to do the high ground thing. On this one, fuck the high ground. Like filibuster all day. I told you she was well, a bad girl.
2: And now they're trying to cut that. The Republicans actually want to cut the filibuster time they, from 30 hours to 8 hours because they feel like it's already been voted on. So they're trying to take even more power away well, from people doing I, that. I
0: think that's probably because we're losing a lot of the filibuster jobs to Mexico. You know, There are a lot of people <laughs> coming in and filibustering on the Senate for a lot less than senators would. So they want to you know cut the work day down from 30 days yeah, to 8. It makes it easier. Yeah, it's a, it's um, a little bit easier.
2: But look, I, I didn't agree with it when Harry Reid did it in 2013. As a progressive, I did not agree with it, because I knew it was opening that door. Yeah, and knowing and that at some the point, time, plenty of people said yes, that. and then it there was, was not there good.
1: Were seats on the federal judiciary that of were course. vacant, no, and I lots understand. of things that needed to be. Of
2: course, and I get it, but I knew that him doing that was going to open the door. So when the tables turned and Republicans were controlled, they were going to take it further. So I didn't feel it was the right thing to do then. I think um, maybe they but- should have
1: back in 2013. I, I don't know. Is that an impeachable offense if the if the Senate Majority Leader doesn't like do the job and hold it hearings should be <laughs> and then just impeach him and get rid of him yeah. rather than change the rules but nobody asked me
0: nobody percent, asked you but see they yeah, but should have yeah but at what be. point can you be nominated for supreme court justice chelsea as a recovering lawyer i think you would be an excellent choice
1: well thank you um clearly that'll you know never happen <laughs> well what if bernie's
2: president there's still time there's There's still time for you to be. 2020,
0: 2024,
1: 2028. Would I go back to being a lawyer if I got to be a Supreme Court justice?
2: But you don't even have to be a lawyer to be a Supreme Court justice. That's true. So. It's okay. Because there was
0: was talk that uh, somebody floated the idea, hey, how about having Bill Clinton be a Supreme Court justice? And then they talked
2: about Ted Cruz and they talked about, you know, all these other people. And they talked about Judge Judy. She would be great, (laughs) by the way. Uh,
0: So, obviously, uh, progressive activists are celebrating the Democrats' plan to filibuster the Gorsuch vote. And uh, for all the reasons you're saying... But let's talk about Gorsuch in general. What are the concerns? Like, just say that none of this had happened and it was just a standard confirmation. What do you, Scott First, feel that the concerns would be about his record?
2: Well, I feel that we also don't know much about his record besides him being uh, an originalist with the Constitution, which... I personally have issues with uh which is like scalia light we
1: can't call it that because it's not when you say corporations are people right. and that's not originally in exactly. the constitution you don't get um, to call yourself yeah an originalist. I, I, I
2: agree it's it's like being able it's sort of like picking and choosing in the bible what you want to believe in and how you want to believe in it but i don't like that kind of look at it because of course we've changed from when the constitution the people that the framers of the constitution would have expected at this point we would have revised you know, at this point, it was like every twelve years, twenty years, you revise the constitution, well, and we still hold to this old truth of something we, from the seventeen hundreds. We
0: have twenty six changes, two of what, you know, two of which are negated by each other. So I, I guess I, we have twenty four changes in two hundred and forty one years. Well, I mean,
2: they're essentially saying that you could, in effect, rewrite the constitution. Essentially, you know, as you as you continue to grow and change and, and you would rewrite it, it would or basically we be just redone. became
1: more literal. Like when they said like all men are created equal, we we did all men yeah. even people of yes. color and, and then we're men like men m- is m- not quite what they meant it's like mankind m- so m- then we include well, women well what they
0: meant was white men but right. but, yeah. but we're trying to broaden it. and they out. definitely didn't mean women when they yes.
1: wrote it of course but, right. but now but, but now it does mean men, yes. absolutely yes. and then now today the federal a federal court found that the civil rights act covers yes, LGBT. LGBT, which
2: I was very happy with. I so was my silver lining. So it's meant to be later.
1: a living breathing document to grow with the times. There's no way that one document can be understood um, to to be just letter of the exact so law that works that today. Moment. That
2: was written in the 1700s. So there's you're trying to this.
0: say that in the 18th century they didn't understand that I'm holding a device in my mm-hmm. hand that has access to all of the Careful, knowledge of human yes. history. Sh- it's just show. letting yes. people know that yes. uh, the Trump report is on now. That's <laughs> right. Thanks for watching, everyone. And we see some of you in the chat. Mm-hmm. We'll get to you in a moment. Uh, I feel like obviously the world is a lot different than then. The, year, the world... 150 years ago was still so different that uh, there should have been some changes.
2: Uh, I guess there was... War, a, 100 there was years a, ago, 50 years ago. A, I mean, you think about it.
0: There there was a war uh, between the states, something about mm-hmm. that. I don't know much about it. I I, you know, I read comic books during history class, but I hear that some of the states... You're hearing actually, from I, people. I, hear, I, heard, <laughs> I have heard people say. Uh, so, yeah, I think that, obviously, that's what always worries me. When people are strict... Constitutionalists, yeah, and they're it, like, "Well, what it says in there is good enough." And you know, you referenced it's sort of like picking and choosing things from the Bible. Me personally, I like every other commandment, so mm-hmm. I won't tell you which ones I like. Yeah, I was like. going to
2: say which ones are those? just keep your neighbor's ass away
0: from me. <laughs> in any case, cheap joke, I know, but it made me laugh. Uh, in the chat, Rance Jackson says it's cool after Buzz is doing politics. Yes, it is. Thank you, Rance. Thanks for being there. But Cherable Texas says, "So what's the alternative besides Gorsuch? Nothing." And that's obviously not the case. At some point, there will be hearings, whatever they have to do to make them happen. You would assume on Gorsuch. If not, and they submit someone else, well, won't the same thing just happen again? So right. you might as well
2: right, but that goes vote back on to, this guy. No, if- I, I, I don't know if, if we should because I as a progressive, I feel like they do need to stand up because it was wrong what they did. And they even said, oh, if Hillary Clinton had won, that they were going to stretch that out too. Because there's also no rule there has to be. Yeah, I can't imagine. I,
0: I don't know for sure that – yeah, that's true. I don't know for sure that Hillary would have been like, OK, well, now we're going right. you know, to hear, hear uh, Merrick Garland. Yeah. I have like eight other justices who you know gave millions of dollars to the uh, Clinton Foundation <laughs> that I'd like to you know have you consider, including Judge Judy. Go figure. <laughs> uh, but anyway, so – yeah, what's the alternative? I guess, and I don't, I don't have an answer because I'm not smart enough.
1: If they, I mean, they never would. But saying we, we, we ripped off Merrick Garland hearings. Hold hearings on him. Vote yay or nay, but hold the hearings. Like just follow follow the law damn it well mm-hmm. to Scott's point they like there, about there, a, a, there
0: don't need to be nine there there can be more so well that well, like, but, but let's let's have confirmation here let's hear both of them both of those guys you know let's talk about <laughs> both of them we'll weigh the options and we'll pick the pick our will will be like American Idol Ryan Seacrest can be there I love this idea yes. let me know in the chat if you do if you're watching on YouTube. And, and the, the winner,
2: winner is of the ninth Supreme Court justice Ruben stuttered how did that happen <laughs> You do a vote tally. Yeah. Um, but uh I Yeah mean, Trump would love that, turn it into a reality Trump, show. I mean, Trump Trump would, would yeah.
0: You ever get the idea that uh, you know, it, 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 some days Trump's just like oh, this isn't over yet. It's I know. not four oh, years. I, I know that's like. how people feel, but there's times <laughs> where you look at it and man, he's really into it, and he's fun because he's making fun of reporters for an hour. And then there's other days where he's like, oh, I got to meet this guy. What's his name? And you know, then he know. has to
2: go on vacation every weekend because it's so. Exhausting. But he didn't
0: last weekend. Did you see that?
2: Yeah, he didn't.
0: He didn't go to any Trump properties. He went to the Trump White House. Which I, I I don't think it has the logo on it yet, but he's trying. Time.
2: Time. <laughs> exactly, so only seventy uh, something days, and he's got time.
0: Right. So I feel pretty confident that we've uh, discussed the nuclear option and, and what it would accomplish. What do you actually think will happen now if we if we were uh, hedging bets? Uh, do you? Because th- personally, I feel like if they have to go nuclear, they will. Oh, they will, and I feel like... no, they will. At some point, Neil Gorsuch will be confirmed, and if he isn't, it'll just but be I, Trump's I, next guy, and it'll be a guy. By the way, Trump's yeah. next guy will be a confirmed. white guy. Yeah. Uh,
2: no, but I do. I, I think
1: do. it's I think... still good for Democrats to do it. No, no. I Democrats agree. are taking to. a stand that's very they important for
0: them, uh, and. I think that, you know, to complain about slowing down the process is sort of like complaining that there is a process. Yeah, I'm talking about Republicans
2: complaining that, oh, what are you doing, Democrats?
1: When they say the Democrats are being obstructionists, I'm like, well, they they read it from your playbook. Yeah, I was going
2: to say the height of hypocrisy, and I I always love to troll Mitch McConnell on Twitter because it's ridiculous the things he says about Democrats when he himself—
1: obstructionist been
2: doing that in chief and and had actually talked about uh you know being um you know making obama a one-term president and all these these other things so he has no room to talk uh yes i do think they'll, they'll use the nuclear option if they need to because they want to get this over with but they've now set a, a precedence for future and it's sad because now it's just going to be completely politicized and you can totally block out another party regardless of its democrats and that, their place with republicans it's just it's not the way that it was originally intended and and So it's going to be sad that they're going to do that, and they're going to go that route. And I have no doubt they will. They want to get it over with, and they want to complete the process they started from last year.
0: Well, let's move on to the other big story of this week. Uh, Former National Security Advisor Susan Rice, earlier today, today's being Tuesday, uh, she flatly rejected allegations that the Obama White House inappropriately spied on and exposed President Trump or his transition team. The key word there? inappropriately because she's not saying oh no we didn't look Mm -hmm. at mike flynn Mm -hmm. donald trump and neil gorsuch
2: for some reason (laughs) uh
0: so there are there's very partisan reaction to this there's like the smoking gun that uh, conservative commentators are talking about and then there's the liberal reaction liberal and progressive reaction okay so what what's next well, what apparently,
1: did... somebody needed to be looking at Flynn because he's got something to say now. Right. See, that's the thing. If he
0: hadn't done anything, there would be a case to be made. But there it's like be. you were looking at him for a reason. Yeah, uh, Chelsea, when you hear about this story and you hear about what Susan Rice says, do you feel like there was any wrongdoing on not just her part but obviously the part of the Obama NSA?
1: Well, if if we we, we know that Russia was meddling, and they're looking to see how how far does that go into the candidates, and and clearly we know that it went into the Trump campaign because Flynn's. When you ask for immunity, I, I don't know mm-hmm. who said this. I think his name is mm-hmm. also Flynn. Mm-hmm. Is it the same guy? Yeah, it was <laughs> the same guy. When you ask for immunity, it's because you've done something, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Uh, and so if if um, investigation led to them, it's probably rightfully so, and so it was appropriate
2: right ahead, I, no i was gonna say but she can't do this unilaterally she needed to unmask people she had to use the uh you know she had to use the intelligence com- uh, community there so it's it's there had to have been a reason to be able to have gotten this information on these these people um she couldn't just do it herself so it's not really against anything that she, it's not that she did anything any kind of wrongdoing is basically what I'm saying because it was part of everyday unmasking communication between people that were being surveilled. And maybe she did it out of political curiosity, but it wasn't really anything over beyond her job duties.
1: And to say that that's the same thing uh, I as mean, Obama wiretap, right, Trump and there's Tower no comparison. Not the same thing. But
2: the thing is, she, has to, she can't do it unilateral. She has to be able to have the intelligence community to be able to get that information. So. It wasn't just happening. It wasn't her doing anything nefarious or bad. No, I mean, the idea
0: that she wanted to find out which Trump campaign officials were involved. Political curiosity, but but it's also like, well, who do we need to take a deeper look at? Look, it's completely logical. Right. I also think it's logical. I don't know that she should have to be subpoenaed, but Rand Paul said to that extent, Kentucky Senator, we're talking about two senators Mm -hmm. from Kentucky today. We'll, let's find out what state we'll talk about next week. Maybe Missouri <laughs> or Missouri. We'll find out. But uh, Rand Paul said the facts will come out with Susan Rice, but I think she ought to be under subpoena. She needs to be asked, did you talk to the president about it? Did President Obama know about this? Which maybe he did, and it's also... So what are you going to do? No, Impeach no, pro- him now? No problem I know, if he did. Well, there, I, there I don't isn't. know that there, it's an impeachable offense. There is, offense. no. There's, I, nothing,
2: there's nothing about that, and that, again, the conservatives are trying to make it into a smoking gun. There's right. nothing there I'm, I'm, to distract from the Russia stuff that...
0: Unlike happened. Chelsea, I'm not a recovering lawyer, but I'm a recovering viewer of Law and Order, and I feel like
1: <laughs> it Basically does the same it's pin. kind <laughs> of the same thing.
0: But I just don't feel like there's that much here, there's, and it's like no. she shouldn't need to be subpoenaed. She should just be like, "Oh, you want to talk? Okay, yeah, I'll, I'll you know swear me in. I'll tell you all about it." You know, President Obama is a little busy hanging out with they, Richard Branson. She, they can and, have
1: her testify the same day that they have Sally Yates testifying. How's right, that for a there, there you yeah.
0: go. See, I don't know. So I understand that there are questions that they would like sure. her to answer. I have no problem with that. But I'll, it also seems to me that she's not really being elusive about no. this. She hasn't asked
2: for immunity. Right. There's, no, there, there's nothing there. She was doing part of her job and had to be able to get the permission to be able to unmask these people through the intelligence community. And yeah, maybe she was looking uh, out of political curiosity, but there was really nothing deeper there at this point.
0: Well, what do our our Trump supporters, uh, I'm talking about you, Charles Drive resident I know you're in the chat. What do they think about this story? Because it does seem there's some outcry from conservative media and Republican elected officials that uh, we need to know more. And uh, look, I'm all in favor of asking questions that help you learn more, but the questions that needed to be asked were, so what is uh, Mike Flynn's deal with Putin anyway? You know, or maybe all it was was that he went to a Yakov Smirnov concert. We don't know; <laughs> it could be anything. But uh, speaking of Russia, this is a story that uh, Chelsea sent my way that I was kind of excited about. Donald Trump, President Trump, will be meeting with Congressman Dana Rohrabacher.
1: He did. Today. He did today. He did today. Uh-huh.
0: When I read the article, I guess it hadn't happened mm-hmm. yet. Uh, but. Tell me why this was, we'll admit it, it's kind of an entertaining article, because...
1: uh, Scott, how about you say his name? It is Rohrabacher, right? It is? Okay. Cause I'm, okay.
0: He tried to convince my boss to run for uh, Dennis Miller, my old boss. We wanted him to like, run for office. And he was like, ah. What? No. Well, I'm a comedian.
1: this guy, his nickname is like Mr. Putin's favorite yeah. congressman. Yes, yes exactly. that's exactly what it was. Yes. And then and in an interview a couple of years ago said, Oh my God, <laughs> Putin's muscles are so unbelievable. He talked about <laughs> like
0: arm wrestling. Him, mm-hmm. and, and then he's was like, And his muscles were amazing. Like, whether or
1: not his muscles are amazing, you never <laughs> say don't. that.
0: Right. Obviously. <laughs> Obviously, this was, is this is Dana Rohrabacher's That's why no one ever says
2: it about my muscles, because no one had <laughs> to no, say it. No, it wouldn't be polite. You <laughs> know, be. when
0: you leave, we talk about it. <laughs> I know. Uh, but, uh, you know, never. that's why Stephen can't be on the show. He just right. He's intimidated and, by it. But,
1: him. but the, yeah. the reason that Trump wanted to speak to him was because he liked Rohrabacher's idea of some kind of uh, immigration. Like a visa, the visa tax? T-
2: for the border wall, right? Which is ridiculous, but right. okay,
1: right, Great. right. I'm sure that's why he wanted mm-hmm. to talk. It had nothing to do with Russia, mm-hmm. but yes, mm, mysterious.
0: It is mysterious, but uh, I, of course, just enjoyed the quote about uh, Putin's muscles mm-hmm. because you know it gives us an excuse to Google shirtless Putin on horseback holding a rifle. Which I think if you just type in P U T, the autocomplete is Putin shirtless horseback back. rifle right. it all just all comes up there because if you wow. want putin that's what you're gonna get uh another story chelsea was just feverishly sending me stories <laughs> today but this was interesting so we don't talk a lot about the Koch brothers because mm-hmm. the Koch brothers have not been as ecstatic about the trump administration as some people might have expected however uh apparently some Koch brother operatives are filling top white house positions yeah. And tell us a little bit more about so that, Chelsea. Even
1: people like me who are generally like glued into what are the Koch brothers doing? Mm-hmm. Who are they supporting? Where are they putting their, what? how much did they spend last election cycle? $750 million? million yeah, almost like a million. where is that dollars. Money, money going? Mm-hmm. They were said to not be a fan of Trump, so they were instead um, helping, you know, congressional seats. But uh, they they really are sort of on the Trump train, and they have people that have worked for their various uh, PACs or groups that, you know, sound really innocuous like Americans for Prosperity and different organizations like that infiltrate the White House. And we only know this now because people have had to reveal their ties to former employers on ethics forms. So it's not like these people sort of were very outrightly open about their backgrounds and who they worked for and their connection to the Koch brothers it's only come out from real investigative journalism so I guess we shouldn't be surprised but if you thought that Trump wasn't owned here's your lesson you were wrong they're very much he's very much owned and this is exhibit a
0: Right, and it's apparently, well, let's just say it's Exhibit B, because Exhibit A goes back to Putin shirtless horseback rifle. Right, fair enough. But allegedly, you know, we don't really know anything. By the way, Shareable Texas said something very funny, Putin equals protein plus gluten, that's how we get Putin. So thank you for sharing that, Shareable (laughs) Texas, who, if I remember correctly, Shareable Texas, not from Texas. He tries to throw us off. Mm Uh, in any case...
1: Uh, so, yeah, I really want to know, storage yard resident, where are you? And now if you know... He's that, in the storage
0: yard right if now. If the
1: Koch brothers <laughs> have really infiltrated the Trump team, is he still not owned?
0: It would be interesting to get his answer, mm-hmm. but this is, of course, not the week that he's on with us. That was last week, and um, uh, he did a great job. I think yeah. people enjoyed uh, getting another perspective. Uh, another story that I saw, which was in the Washington Times... And that referenced the fact that apparently illegal immigration is down 61% under President Trump. It's an interesting, it's an interesting statement. It's an interesting uh, report. And it mentions that it's down even before the border wall. My expectation would be that the border wall is not built. Wouldn't people be you know, hurrying across while well, they still could? Is it possible, Scott Moore that people just don't want to come here anymore because uh, it seemed like fun under (laughs) President Obama. And now they're like, wait, 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 hold on. This is not going to be for us.
2: Well, I mean, the numbers were already going down when Obama was leaving office. And Obama, up to this point, was the deporter-in-chief. And um, it's too soon to really take anything from it. Also, The Washington Times is a conservative newspaper. So I feel that they're going to try to make this very optimistic. And Trump was talking about uh, Kelly doing such a great job it reminds me of the michael brown thing with uh, president bush Doing a heck of heck of a a job, job, Brownie. that's why i feel like they, there's nothing that's really changed except perhaps they're now you know sending ice agents out everywhere to round up people but that doesn't even that's not talking about people not crossing the border the fact of the matter is this has been going down for years uh, you know we had the central america refugee crisis a couple of years ago um and they have a lot of issues down there but ever since then, like mexicans are not crossing the border anymore uh it just hasn't happened and I, I, you mean you could say some of it is rhetoric? People are hearing this rhetoric. You've talked, you, you've heard about people uh, not wanting to travel here as foreign uh, visitors to vacation here anymore because of Trump's rhetoric. So I, you could maybe put some of that in there, but you're not able to put all of that in. This has been a trend that's been going on for quite a long time, and it's only been uh, two months that he's been in office. So you know, I, I I wouldn't read too much into it right now as being him or any of his policies just yet, uh, because that, again, that wasn't even putting in any of the ICE raids that are going on, which are a whole other separate discussion.
0: But President Trump says he's saving Americans' jobs. He's preventing them from having to compete with these unauthorized workers. So, President Trump has taken a victory lap. Of oh, course, this.
1: I hope everybody's saving up for their yeah. groceries to be exponentially more uh, expensive. That's what I was going to
2: say. I, I'm I'm looking forward to that day too. When has anybody tried say, to buy
0: avocados lately? They're actually a lot more expensive than than they were a yeah. year ago. At oh, this time.
1: Storage Yard resident has made uh, an appearance. Yes. And oh, the what is that? Demonette? Every politician is owned, except maybe Bernie. I I, I, I can let, I, let, I, yeah. I can believe that me. Every, by by being
0: he, a lifelong politician, he's probably owned in some way Owned
1: by democracy. <laughs> <laughs> yes,
0: that must be that must be it. No, it's the it's that really strict maple syrup lobby up there in Vermont. And you know, you don't mess a, with the maple syrup. There, here, here's, here's the thing about Bernie. Though, he's, he's very pro-gun rights. And do you think that that's because he has he feels like everybody should have a gun? Well, or is it because he wants to get reelected?
1: Well, you say he's very pro-gun rights. Yeah, sure. he doesn't score well with the NRA no. at all. No, So I don't know if but it's he's a not, really well, fair characterization. Well, it's because
2: he's Bernie Sanders. Well... I get, I mean, where he's from, he's also from a very liberal state, but it's a very rural state, so there is people, there are people that like to go up there and hunt, even though I don't agree with that, but, you know, there are people that live in a rural environment there that are more, even if they're liberal, are more pro-gun in that sense, but most urban people know that guns are not used in the right manner. And that's why you get the urban-rural divide, because you get those people in the in the rural community that want to be able to have it for protection, but also for hunting and other things. Uh, right, it's just them.
0: sort of, it's kind of an anachronism, because everything about Bernie on the national stage is that he's very progressive, and, you know, it's sort of like, you know, he's the progressive. Yeah, but I think you
2: can be progressive and uh, be for common-sense gun control and, and and still be able to be open to people having that right to own guns if it's responsible and done correct and you have background checks. and So you can definitely be that and still be a progressive. Those don't have to be separate things. It's just you have such an extreme of people with the NRA that want to be able to allow guns for every single thing and, you know, our pro-gun everyone owns multiple guns and, you know, everyone should be carrying guns everywhere so the good guys can take care of the bad guys, you know, that, that kind of mentality doesn't work. So you can still be progressive and be for common sense gun control laws.
1: I like that. And I also like what's going on in the chat. Storage yard resident is saying that Border Patrol now gets to do their job and that's why numbers are going down. Maybe, Mm -hmm. kind of, I don't know. But I do, shareable Texas access to drinkable water is dwindling in Mexico and Central America. I would do whatever it takes to come over yeah, I mean that—that that is the thing. I think that every American that has such a strong opinion on this should go down to Mexico, Guatemala, take your pick, see what it's like, learn the history, learn the fact that they are in a dire situation in part because of our, the United States' involvement right. in those countries that we fucked them up. We did. and and so that so don't say that that's their problem. You deal with it over there on your side of the frickin' wall. Have, if you if you understand how, how their problems were created and how we had a role you in a it, role in that. Mm-hmm. and you want to take some responsibility and create some sort of effective border, but then also help do something to help recu- uh, sort of compensate for what we did to them, fine. But if you don't have a history uh, lesson about that area and you have zero compassion, I don't want to hear your opinion. Right. Shareable Texas, I do. I, I so- agree with you. He...
0: What you're saying is that down there south of the border, there are some bueno hombres as well. Muy bueno. Mm-hmm. I and, did not realize bueno. that. I do, thought there do you know, bad The bad reason, b- reason b- why
1: less people are coming is that the Mexican economy is doing better. I s- have seen that per- firsthand, that, that it is. I hope it continues to do better. I hear that um, Mexico was in talks with, who was it?
2: Argentina and, right. and Brazil. They're going to
1: start getting produce from there yes, instead, instead of, of us. US. Mm-hmm. And and just watch. I'm telling you how much it's going to mess things up for us. People mm-hmm. don't understand how cheap things are here for right. us. They take it for granted. Mm-hmm. And they're about to find out that things have a price. Right.
2: And that's what I've always said is that you can't have it both ways. You can't have cheap health care and then be able to have access to it for everyone. You can't have good paying jobs and then be able to have the cheap... Uh, uh, Produce and the grocery store stuff, but also the cheap clothes that you get at Walmart and and other stores. You can't have it both ways. You're going to have to pay somewhere. So either paying for better-paying jobs, which means you're paying more for your jeans at Walmart. Or, you know, same thing with uh, if you're not going to be able to have people come in and pick uh, fruit for you, then you're going to have to go out and do it yourself. Or and, pay a lot of money. Or for pay it. a lot of yeah. money for it, or you're gonna have to pay a lot more for it in the grocery store. So you can't have it both ways. And that's the, again, that's gonna be a hard lesson for people.
1: But I'm okay with that, because all I do is eat kale all day, right? We've established
0: that. <laughs> we have established yes, kale, that. kale smoothies. Yeah, but what if the if there becomes a, a kale tax that uh
1: I will grow my own.
0: <laughs> all right. <laughs> <laughs> we told you she's a bad girl.
1: Mm-hmm. The bad girl's What There's... if it's illegal, you'll grow we've, it all in your got, yard. We've got a great <laughs> community gardens in and around mm-hmm. LA. And yeah. so Um, I might set up shop in a little community garden and grow stuff. I'll grow my illegal
2: kale in my backyard. That's what I'm going to (laughs) do. You're reading the comment
0: from the demon not reminded me that uh, this would be a great time for some of our audience interaction with Mm -hmm. uh, some comments from last week. The demon not posted in response to a topic from last week's show. Please stop this Oprah take. We don't need billionaires who don't understand how the middle class is struggling every day. If Democrats want to win again, stop being sellouts to corporations and represent the people. Our pal, Storage Yard resident, who was a guest on the show, said Oprah is not going to win any election. She just does not have what's needed. Now, Chelsea, you were very excited about Oprah. <laughs> what do you have to say to Demonot not?
1: That I, she
0: is a billionaire who does not understand the middle class.
1: But I think that she must understand the middle class better than he or maybe she thinks i don't know i can't is there a picture that
0: i don't know that there is a picture okay. of the demon it looks like a man from here but that's yeah. probably being and the reason i say that is
1: how, how can you command so many women's three o'clock hour for so long all over the country and not understand middle america well she, and also she, she
2: came from a humble beginning unlike trump she you knows she came from nothing and built herself. To me, you know, they talk about Trump being a successful businessman. Well, he got millions of dollars and had a, a dad I mean, that started that. She started from nothing and made an empire. So, if anything, she's got more of the the talk than and, Trump does. And on
1: that. a lot of the, the sh- if you've watched her show, a lot of the issues that she talks about are Middle America mm-hmm. issues. Uh, so I, she knows them. I, I guarantee. it better than than Trump did. Of course
2: she does. And she lived it. She knows like what it was so, like So
1: and I and I don't believe that she's owned by corporations, although you know she does have a stake in um, which weight loss. Weight watchers. Is? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So whatever. I.
0: and I hear she can still eat chips. That's what that's my takeaway from that. <laughs> well, that's
1: good. Yeah. So so she's definitely she can bring weight watchers as, as far uh, as health. I can see, not owned. <laughs> Well, uh-oh, your your reaction to something is making me well, very there curious. A, there
0: was a glitch with the video, so but oh. it's fine now, so I was so worried. So I,
1: I, I disagree with both of those points. I feel she does understand middle America, and I feel she'd not be corporate-owned, but I do agree that being very wary of anybody who is corporate-owned is something to pay attention right. to. But I,
2: but I was also going to say, just think of where she came from. The humble beginnings, having to be a woman of color... She has so many other barriers she's had to come through than Donald Trump. I'm just saying, if you're comparing billionaire versus billionaire... if
1: Storage Yard Resident uh, wants to make that claim she wouldn't do, I would really like to understand the logic and reasoning behind that statement. Well,
0: Storage Yard Resident was more of a Donahue guy. I think that's probably (laughs) what it comes down to. And, you know, I I can't blame him. Personally, I would vote for Dick Cavett, but he's he's a little old now. Uh, Storage Yard Resident, by the way, said, Now we know that Chelsea grows her own, which I thought was very funny. (laughs) So... See, he can have fun and we can laugh. Uh, I want to uh, make sure that I I wish work. I could
1: grow my own. Really
0: <laughs> you grow your own kale, <laughs> yeah, is what I, you're saying. No,
1: yeah, I do not
0: currently. I do not currently. I do not. I currently get
1: it from where everyone else uh, is. I
0: wanted to work in a shameless plug that we ran out of time for last week because we always run out of time. Uh, I did some special episodes of my personal podcast, The Blackcast, which you can find at B L A D T C A S T. Com. It was kind of commemorating a decade since the launch of the radio show that I used to work on, but it hasn't been on for two years. So it's like eight out of 10 year anniversary of the Dennis Miller show. But I had some great guests that people that watch this show might be interested in. I talked to uh, Steve Hayes, who's the editor in chief of the Weekly Standard. I talked to former Michigan Congressman Thaddeus McCotter, uh, Larry O'Connor, who used to work for Breitbart, uh, stress the used to, and uh, author Jerome Corsi who now works for Infowars, and he also wrote the book, Where's the Birth Certificate? And he wrote a follow-up book to that, Where's the Real Birth Certificate? So uh, if you have Mm. any interest in hearing me do some long-form interviews with some of this, I also talked to, I had a fun chat with musician Peter Noon, who is from Herman's Hermit. So it wasn't all dry politics stuff. But if you have any interest in finding that. Dry politics.
1: Who said politics is dry?
0: uh, You know, Um, everyone, uh, blackcast.com, B-A-G-T, C-A-S-T. Uh, I just, uh, I I didn't want to, you know, cram my own plug. And besides, you know, you guys can always get your plugs in, but we just have social media. Chelsea, here's sort of a plug, because you're not going to be with us next week, because where are you going tomorrow? Uh, D.C. And what can you tell us about it? Nothing.
1: Um, I really, I, I don't. I don't know how much I can say on this end, but if we meet with all the people that we are set to meet with, it will be un-freaking-believable. But I I gotta keep my fingers crossed because, you know, the whole nuclear shiznat that might go down so Thursday may get in the this way. This would actually of be a
0: problem for you if the filibuster happens.
1: I mean, can so get it do you done? feel
0: like just a speedy uh, confirmation for Gorsuch no, would be better no, for no, you no. personally?
1: Everybody who we're meeting with on Thursday, maybe we'll move it Friday and have Friday's people. I, I don't know. It is. Um, I I'm, Yeah, it, it's uh, will be very, very interesting if we get to what are the odds meetings. that you
0: get arrested again?
1: Um, hopefully none. This time I will be meeting...
0: You can't grow your own in the district, just so you know now off the top, you know. Actually, you know what? You can, now that I think Mm -hmm. about it. I don't know, actually. You can possess it, but I don't think you can grow (laughs) it. That's not
1: what I got arrested for. I know that's not... Don't tell people that. I mean, I guess I wouldn't mind being thought that that's what I got arrested for. For For growing her own kale. kale. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. No, but it's almost one year anniversary. So I, I, I think I will do a little celebration and... But no, this time we're talking to people on the inside. Nice
0: that's, on the inside. That's all. That's, all, that's, that's, that's what great. I'll But well, you won't be with us next week. You'll be. With but if us I again.
1: the week after that, I will come hopefully so with good stories. great stories. Oh, I
0: hope. Well, the week after that. Uh, so next week, our friend Brooks Elise will be sitting in again. It'll be great to chat with her. The week after that, we're going to get a return visit from our friends from based in LA, the uh, conservative oh, commentators boy. who got a lot oh, of uh, a lot of a, a lot of page views and some eyes, and. You know, I remember the way you guys were heading into the conversation, and I know that's sort of a sexist term to say "you guys." I apologize, but the two of you, yes, yeah, so I'm but, a lady, damn but it. then after, yes, <laughs> that's you. who I'm talking to. Uh, but after the fact, you know, I think we all walked out of the studio and was like, "That was actually a really good conversation, the kind that we don't get to have enough of." Because, I don't know. I was
2: very angry. And I no, you were angry. It was, angry. <laughs> it was not good. It was.
0: I don't know. I felt like it was good. To, it's
2: good to be able to talk about these issues because sometimes people, don't agree people,
1: with us. people, they don't. Back up what they say with any right, kind that's of that's what I logic. felt like.
2: It was like the Ann Coulter. It was like I'm going to just say something for the attention. Right. I didn't feel there was any kind of meat well. As someone
0: it, who so. does that themselves, I, I can <laughs> certainly appreciate that because uh, I, I don't really know.
1: Kelsey
0: Galicia. Yeah. I like that. Oh yeah, Kelsey Galicia. I'm not sure <laughs> if we're supposed to have a message at the bottom of our screen meal because I see the yellow box, but I can't read it. So just in the case you're trying to doom. tell us that, uh, I know it's probably about time. It's probably about that time. So, uh, we'll have a busy couple of weeks here. Uh, one day, maybe, maybe our friend Drexel will join us again. You do his show, Political Culture, yeah, right before it, the show. Yeah,
1: it's now our show. Yeah, we've We've t- look, taken yeah. the leap, so. Yeah,
0: it's official. Shameless plug. Mm-hmm. A little and cool by the culture. way, I uh, still have never been on it. Uh, <laughs> everyone everyone in the studio has been on that show <laughs> some, a couple times. times.
2: You know. Just a few, yeah, but uh, you know,
0: it's all right. One day, you know, it's... <laughs> It's like Drexel has a party at his house. I don't get invited. He has a show. I don't get invited. It's all right. I get it. You know, How Trump many versus Hillary. Stephen
1: invited you too. Right.
0: <laughs> uh, we uh, hung out at the AfterBuzz Christmas party. He got me a free beer. We appreciated that. There in there any goes. case, well, uh, thanks so much for everybody in the chat for joining us, and mm. uh, for everyone who's joining us after the fact. We appreciate that as well. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at TrumpReportABTV for Scott Moore at S eighty. Chelsea Galicia at Chelsea Galicia. Hopefully not arrested at this time next week. No and Christian <laughs> at, not happening. at Christian DMZ. Uh thanks so much, everyone, and we'll see you next time.
1: Bye. Bye.
0: From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire Afterbuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the Afterbuzz TV Network.